Thank you for downloading a sermon from the Chapel of the Cross. The Chapel of the Cross is a welcoming, growing, and historic Episcopal church in Madison, Mississippi. I hope you will join us on Sundays for worship at 7.30 a.m., 8.45 a.m., 11 a.m., and 5 p.m., with Sunday school for all ages at 10 a.m. I also invite you to connect with the chapel online at chapelofthecrossms.org. Again, thank you for downloading this sermon. We pray it will enrich your walk with Christ. God bless you, and we look forward to welcoming you and your family to the Chapel of the Cross. Holy and loving God, write a message on our hearts, bless us, direct us, and send us out. Living Letters of the Word. Amen. Several summers ago, I visited some friends who live on the coast of Maine. And after a delightful week of low humidity and sightseeing and L.L. Bean, one morning my hosts and I resolved to wake up in the very small hours and hike Cadillac Mountain. Cadillac claims to be the first spot in the continental United States to see the sun when it rises each morning. And at the very top, Cadillac is not a sharp point or a wide plateau, but a great rock, like an enormous low dome, cracked and fissured and broken, with only the smattering of small trees. When at the top, one can imagine sitting on the head of some enormous giant. My friend had climbed Cadillac at sunrise before and did not describe the experience in much detail, so I was left to conjure in my head the most idyllic setting, waking up in the waning moon glow and standing alone in some ethereal mist as the sun peaked above the horizon and bathed my face and outstretched arms in its life-giving light. Our morning was going to be a picture postcard or at least an advertisement for coffee and climbing equipment. (laughs) However, the reality was much different. We rose in the dark of night, unsure why we decided to go hiking when we only went to bed a few hours before. We wrapped ourselves in several layers, piled in the car, and drove in silence through the cold darkness. After pulling into the parking lot at the foot of the mountain, we found the trailhead with our flashlights and began our ascent. Now, Cadillac is no Everest by any means. It only rises about 1,500 feet. But the walk was brisk and time was not on our side. We hoofed it for several minutes, our breath visible in the morning air. But as we neared the top, I began to hear voices. Not angelic voices, and not, I should see my psychiatrist voices, but voices nonetheless. I worried that I had overexerted myself, and it was going to my head. And as we walked over the last little rise in the trail, what glory was arrayed before me but another parking lot? We could have driven up here, I whined. An attitude which explains a lot about my current physique. (laughs) Not only that, 
But the lot, in fact, the entire mountaintop was packed with people on top of people on top of people, filling every bit of that bald rock. The mountain was not covered in mist and mystery, but was instead littered with station wagons and blankets and lawn chairs, coffee thermos-wielding enthusiasts, and bleary-eyed companions who had also been dragged out of bed. We eventually found a spot and waited for the sun to finally arrive. And as soon as it did, I knew what all the fuss was about. For the red-orange glow of first light began to fill the sky. We beheld the valley below, great groves of pine, the dots of white houses, boats plying the coastal waters, islands scattered about the bay, and the ocean stretching toward the horizon. And all that was only prelude, for soon thereafter the sun hit us full on, and the faces around me, old and young, brown and white, enthusiastic and apathetic, all were in awe as the golden light kissed our cheeks and our foreheads and gave us all a collective glow. From our vantage point, it was as if creation itself was happening before us, And God was not only warming our faces with its light, but displaying his mastery for our delight and wonder. Heaven and earth seemed very close on Cadillac, and time stood still. Then the moment was over. We all breathed the collective sigh and then promptly piled into our cars or moved toward the trail. Several of us found our way to Bar Harbor for blueberry pancakes. Great rocks, mountains, or man-made megaliths have always provided venues for humans to commune with God. From Stonehenge in England to Uluru in Australia to the Moai statues on Easter Island, we have found meaning and icons through which to find God in stones. In the nomadic cultures of the Bible, the great rocks were refuges for travelers, sources of shelter, shade, and often springs of water. The temple in Jerusalem, in fact the entire city, is built on one great rock. Therefore, our own tradition and many others, rocks have provided a foundation, both physically and spiritually. But in this morning's gospel, we find a very different rock, and Jesus challenges us to expand our understanding of what a rock might be. Jesus asks his disciples, who do people say that the Son of Man is? And they say, some say John the Baptist, but others Elijah, and still others Jeremiah or one of the prophets. Jesus says to them, but who do you say that I am? Simon Peter answered, you are the Messiah the son of the living God, a rare gold star for Peter. (laughs) And Jesus answered him, Blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah. And I tell you, you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church. Unlike the physical rocks that have been the sources of foundation and meditation in the past, Jesus says in this gospel that his ecclesia in the original Greek, the community, the church, will be built out of people. Not stone, not brick, not thatch and mud, not faulty air conditioning units, 
but flawed, bumbling, wandering, wonderful, made in the image of God people. And like the physical rocks before them, people are meant to create and maintain and support a place where the world can approach God. And so as folk who share Peter's faith, that Jesus is the Christ, the Messiah, the Son of the living God, we are called to be those rocks and form the foundation of this church. Through our service, through our care for one another, through our outreach, through our music and fellowship, through our welcome and inclusion of the stranger and the shunned, and yes, dare I say it, through our contribution of our treasure, we build the church for ourselves, for one another, for the world, and for the future. As the prophet sings this morning, look to the rock from which you were hewn. We are called as Christians to be the foundation, the rock that the church is built upon. As Paul wrote to the church in Rome, for as in one body we have many members, and not all the members have the same function, so we who are many are one body in Christ. Perhaps on this day you are looking for a new function in the body. Perhaps you want to mix it up a bit and find a different function than one that has been part of who, of your existence, your being, your mission through the Chapel of the Cross. Fall is an excellent time to start something new. And in fact, immediately following this service, there will be a ministry fair where lots of folks will be able to uh, tell you about the various missions and ministries sponsored by this parish. And there's also something else coming up the first Saturday in October. The name escapes me. I'll, it'll come to me in a moment. But they'll be out there too, and they're looking for some help as well. I have a memory of an Olympic opening ceremony several years ago. Sometimes those events can be a little weird, but sometimes they can be quite moving. In this particular ceremony, a dancer danced on a moving platform. However, this platform was not on the back of a truck, but instead it consisted of several small platforms, about two feet by two feet, each one held up by a single person underneath, running together in practiced precision. The spectacle was beautiful, behold, but also it was terrifying because you realize that only one misstep could cause the entire endeavor to fall on its face. And as the dancer and the platform and the people holding up the platform moved across the stadium floor, I thought, this, this is what the church is meant to be. A community of people coming together to create a space where one can dance in the presence of God. We all take turns being the dancer or the one standing on the mountaintop bathed in the morning light. But all of us are also called to be the rock, the foundation, the mountain, the platform, the church. And together, we will find God. Amen.